Grand Risings, Grand Risings, this is Humble Dame coming to you guys on this whimsical Wednesday. Uh, I have gotten up and I got my coffee. I'm actually making another cup of coffee now. And then I did a few stretches and got breakfast together for my kids. You know, the things that us normal parents have to do when we get up, uh, moms and dads, to kind of prepare ourselves for the day. I hope that you guys are enjoying your holiday season and your holiday week, your break. Um, some call it winter break for the kids. Even though it's virtually, it's nice to kind of get a little bit of a break. Um, I wanted to come and speak about uh, being a positive BBW. Now, if you don't know what that acronym is for BBW, it means big, beautiful woman. And I just want to start this off with uh, affirmation and encouragement for all of my thick chicks out there, all of my curvy cuties that you guys are beautiful, okay? And so I want to kind of just uh, delve a little bit. This is just going to be a small little segment just to delve into, just to kind of personalize it a bit, some things that I have been uh, encountering and have encountered for uh, quite some time now is this body shaming thing that we have going on amongst us women. Um, whether you're a woman of color or you're just a woman in general, it's it's one of the things that is uh, very toxic and is very... Um, unproductive uh, amongst us as women as far as sisterhood goes. Um, and so I wanted to read you guys an article that um, is on psychology.com. I love psychology.com. And it talks about body shame and what is it and why do we do it? Did you ever stop and think about how often we are told to change our appearance? Magazines constantly offer tips about how to lose weight in days, appear slimmer instantly, and hide our imperfections without actually knowing anything about us, much less our appearance. This is one example of body shaming, and it's everywhere. Sitcoms so frequently use overweight characters' bodies as the basis of many of the show's jokes. It has become the norm to criticize aspects of our bodies as some type of bonding experience with friends. If we hate our bodies, it somehow makes us feel connected and united. Body shaming, criticizing yourself or others because of some aspects of physical appearance can lead to a vicious cycle of judgment and criticism. Messages from messages from me, uh, from friends and family or even strangers should come with care and concern. It says the, and these are the three different types of ways that this article gives the uh, manifestations of body shaming. So be on the lookout for these. And uh, I'm going to tell you what to do. What's the solution when you encounter these things? Number one, criticizing your own or someone else's appearance through a judgment or comparison of another. Example, I'm so ugly compared to her or you're so ugly compared to me. Look at how broad her shoulders are. You know, these type of things. Number two, criticizing another's appearance in front of them. With those thighs, you've never find a date. Number three, criticizing another's appearance without their knowledge. Did you see what she's wearing today? Not flattering. At least you don't look like her. No matter how this manifests, it often leads to comparison and shame and perpetuates the idea that people should be judged mainly for their physical features. This leads to the question, if it has such harsh consequences, why is body shaming so common? And then she goes on to talk about how it probably manifested in these individuals, uh, adolescents or pre-adolescents. Maybe they were sometimes if you were the fat girl growing up 
and then you might lose some weight or get a little curvaceous, uh, according to whatever you think curvy or curvaceous is. Um, or you become more, uh, I would say the general population society's, uh, view of what they find attractive, then you feel this sense of acceptance that you did not feel in your adolescence or in your pre-adolescence or even in your, you know, your early toddler years. A lot of times it can start when people, when they're two or three years old, um, and it, it, very, it goes very deep. Okay. And so I want to tell you what, what are some solutions? So we know we have this thing that's very toxic and unproductive and it's very ugly, uh, especially amongst women. I think women are more hard on other women than men are. Um, you know, men find all shapes and sizes. A lot of them find different women attractive. But when it comes to women, there's two words that kind of shot up that made me pay attention really to that article is shame and comparison. Um, and so I wanted to start this out by, that's why I started out saying that you guys are beautiful, big, beautiful women. Okay. You have to first know that you're beautiful. You are beautiful. Whatever way your nose is shaped, your eyes, your lips, your shoulders, your hips, your breast, your tushy, your feet, your hand, everything about you is beautiful. Your skin tone, your imperfections is beautiful. And so I have really been um, stripping these layers off of myself as well to release and remove this shame and this comparison. So you release comparison from yourself and shame from yourself. You will not perpetuate that or project that onto others. So it basically goes back to my main motto, which is self-care and self-love, is not to be narcissistic or arrogant. It's just that when you feel beautiful, even as a big woman, you want other women to feel beautiful. So you would not do that comparison thing, right? You would not do this thing where you feel the need to shame another woman based off of her physical features, right? Especially if you're not sleeping with that woman. Um, if you're not a lesbian, you know, some lesbians like a certain type or whatever. But if you're not a lesbian or you're not bisexual, you don't view the woman in a sexual sense. Then we go back to that comparison that leads to competition. And that competition leads you to want to project shame. And shame is to try to make a person feel embarrassed or to feel guilty about something. Never feel guilty for how the higher power or whoever, whatever your religion is, made you. You are beautiful. Is there room for improvement? Yes, we all have room for improvement. So that's why myself as a big, beautiful woman, I get up and exercise not to look aesthetically beautiful to another woman or to another man, but to myself. And when I feel beautiful, no matter what my size is, and I'm trying to practice self-care and taking care of myself, I will attract that dream mate that's for me that would love my imperfections. And you women can find that as well. Um, if you're already married, your man should love your imperfections. And if he sees there's room for improvement, he's supposed to correct you with love and with concern, right? Whether it's a health issue or what have you, right? Or if you're, he can see that you're not happy, that man can uh, can cultivate and can nourish you in those areas to improve that. Because we, all of us women, are beautiful gardens. And so, one of my solutions that I've been doing that's been kind of out of the ordinary, I have been showing more of my imperfections. <laughs> I'm just going to lean. I have been leaning right into it. And so, in the, in the day of society where we have waist trainers, and I do wear girdles. Don't get me wrong. Um, I medically have to wear girdles because I had. Uh, twins back to back. And so they literally blew my abdominals out. And that was a shock to my conscience to go from having this cute little stomach to having this blob of a stomach. Right. And so when I was uh, saying it in that manner, this blob, I had to change my language up to start saying, well, 
this is a beautiful stomach kids came through right and so you have to take those imperfections and make them beautiful to you um so some of the solutions and some of the things that you can deal with is make sure you do, you do not absorb you can observe right but do not absorb other people's uh, projections of shame and comparison and do not project your shame and comparison to other women lean into your imperfections whether that's to show some more love in those areas or if you want to change them, change them and love yourself before, during and after you change those things. OK, so this is one of the areas I'm raising four daughters. It's uh, very tedious. It's very uh, exciting. It's very nerve wracking. It's, it stretches me in so many different ways to raise four little women, literally. And I want them to have a healthy uh, sisterhood, you know, not one where the article on psychology today said that women bond over the self-hatred or comparison or body shaming of the women where it has become uh, the norm, right? And so we want to make sure that we make the norms in our lives and in our uh, family's lives positive and healthy, okay? So I want to make sure that you guys lean into your imperfections. If you have too many freckles, try to go at least 30 minutes or one hour without makeup. Um, it's going to be hard for you. Try to take a picture. You don't have to post it, right? Everything is not for social media, but take a picture and then just kind of look at it a little bit and speak to that woman. Even if you got to go run back and put your makeup on, speak to that woman that has all of those freckles and no makeup and say, you are beautiful and say it till you believe it. Because what you say is going to eventually affect your conduct and how you feel, right? Stop body shaming yourself. You are beautiful. And there's some things that you can do also. Um, as well as listening to affirmations, there's some beautiful videos on YouTube where they have the visuals and the imagery to match a lot of the affirmations. You can listen to those while you sleep, brainwash yourself and listen to things, affirmations. They have them for like six hours, eight hours to say that you are beautiful. I am beautiful. Other women are beautiful. And you'll begin to radiate that inner beauty and that outer beauty to where you will feel good about yourself and you won't feel the need to compare or to try to shame another beautiful sister or another beautiful woman. It all starts with us. And so before the end of the year is out, I want to encourage you guys and to challenge you. Let's show more self-love. Let's love ourselves, right? And so I'm leaning into my imperfections. I have a fupa and I decided to put on a bust, busted up girdle that I have that's been really terribly uh, used and abused. I didn't use this so many times and it's been dried and washed and it is not working at all. But I put it on. It's comfortable in the house. Right. And I decided to go uh, live and do a workout just to show my fupa without, you know, having a waist trainer and, and clenching. And I understand that we wear those things to help, but sometimes it's good to make a point of contact for another woman to see you can still love yourself and you can still show your imperfections and be confident while you're challenging yourself to change. It's something that should be applauded. So I applaud all of you women that are leaning into your imperfections, your flaws, your flawed thoughts. You're, you're challenging yourself and holding yourself accountable to change those things or to love them if they can't be changed, right? Or if you're doing it by surgical means, love yourself through that process as well. I'm not against anything that a woman has to do uh, to feel better about herself inwardly and outwardly, right? We're all women at the end of the day. And so this is just one of the things I wanted to share with you guys that's close and dear to my heart. Um, because I'm a mother of so many daughters and that's not the type of culture nor norms I want to uh, create for my um, 
for my daughters and I have daughters that are different shapes and sizes. Some are chubby like me, some are slim like their dad. And I tell all of them that they are beautiful. And I'll tell them you're big and mama is big and you're beautiful or you're slim. Your dad is slim and you're beautiful. Right. So we want to make sure that we step away from that shallowness and let's let's branch out into the deep. Right. Let's go into the deepness of ourselves to see what it, what else do I like about myself um, and what I don't like about myself, because what you don't like about yourself, you kind of. Uh, compare and then shame in others. And so I have put my petty weapons down. Like they say, petty boots. I have retired my petty boots. And that's hard to do too, because a lot of times that can be a defense mechanism, especially for women to try to show that they're strong and hard and they actually feel bad about themselves. So you have to put that stuff down and say, why am I behaving like this towards myself and other women? This is a hard question. And so me raising four daughters, I have to confront myself before I can ever try to tell them to be harmonious and, you know, encouraging the other women. I have to be like that with myself and with other women. And so I hope that you feel encouraged and affirmed and validated. And I hope that you feel motivated and inspired just to keep doing what you're doing. If you want to straighten your hair, straighten. If you want to have it curly, have it curly. If you like weave, I used to love weave, okay? And I still do put a little bit in my locks, okay? Truth be told. So if you like natural, wear your natural, right? Whatever. You, if you like big butts, that's great. If you got a small butt, that's great. If you got big breasts, great. Small, whatever your shape or your size Start to tell yourself that you are beautiful. Lean into your imperfections. Love yourself there. I mean hard. Love yourself hard in those areas. And then you'll begin to feel the motivation to change them if you want to change them or to let them be and love them as they are. And this will start to emanate and this will start to pour out and it will start to leak and to seep through to other women and they can feel that. Okay. So let's try to be uh, walking beams of encouragement and um, the body shaming. I know this is not going to stop. But just to kind of, you know, elevate yourself a bit. Let's come up out of our shallowness and let's branch out into the deep of truly feeling beautiful on the inside and the outside. I hope that you enjoyed this talk. Again, you guys can go check out some uh, self-affirmation for inner and outer beauty, right? For healing your inner child. Do some meditation, some affirmations. Um, you can listen to them in the morning while you work out, while you're driving to work, right? While you're cleaning your house. Listen to these things and begin to have positive self-talk. Your positive self-talk will eventually be how you speak to others, right? So I'm an advocate for women. I love women. You guys have a wonderful, whimsical Wednesday. And happy holidays to all of you big, beautiful women.